out to the name of Jesus and just giving his life on Calvary tree that be no use to be in here. We'd like to welcome all of you, plus all of those out there in our internet land, our Facebook land that are watching this morning, people that couldn't be here in person or watching and, and getting a good thing out of God's house. And we want you to be rejoicing. Be blessed today. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So welcome to Faith and Worship Center. With all the good things God has given us, we're here to share it with you.
We're like a bet you feel welcome today, brother. Praise God, brother. Matthew's about uh, 24 and holding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. I tell you, if I'd have meant to get this over, I'd have took better care of my body. Amen. And when I see you and Brother Jimmy, and y'all are still like uh, young teenagers, that excites me to know that I've still got a little bit left in me. Praise God. So everybody join with me today and let's work with God in spirit and truth. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah. We're going to be there just a little bit. And then we're going to move on to Isaiah 55. And as we read, I'd love for you to just reverence this word and let it sink into your heart. And at the very start of it, it says, Hope. In other words, wake up. I've got something to tell you. Everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye buy, eat, and yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Well, look at that. Uh-huh. That's how the Lord has brought his message to you today. His salvation is free and paid for by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. That's exactly what it says. Praise God. I tell you, I'm excited because we started out this new year now and we began to, to let God be God in the church. Hallelujah. We've, we've always tried to do, but sometimes we fail to do that. Hallelujah. Now we realize that God has, has poured out His Spirit upon all flesh in the last day. And so we're looking for a revival. We're looking for a power of God moving upon this land and upon our church. And, and that everyone that hears this word of God, either here or on the internet, praise God, will know that Jesus is still alive and well. And he's still sitting out here saying, Come, all you that are weary and heavy laden, come and I will give you rest. Praise Amen. God. Sit and find your ear and come unto me here and your soul shall live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you even the church of mercy of David. Praise God. Behold I have given him for a witness to the people a leader and commander of people. Behold thou shalt come a nation that knowest thou knowest not and a nation new that knew not thee shall run unto thee because the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel for he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while ye, he may be found. <laughs> Hear what it says. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Yeah. Wow. Let the wicked forsake his way. Let the unrighteous man his thoughts. <laughs> Let him return unto the Lord, and he will give, he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he is abundantly, will abundantly pardon. Amen. My, 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 church. I had a, a talk with a fellow yesterday for about two hours. And he told me, he said, Bro, William, I've done a lot of things in my life that I need to, need to get straightened out. I need forgiveness for a lot of things because I've, I've done things against God and everything. I said, son, let me tell you about the great big God. Let me tell you about the great big God that I, I know. 
He's able to forgive and forget all the sins that are in the past. Oh, yeah. yeah. All you have to do is fall on your face and call out for the name of the Lord with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, and you shall be saved. That's right. We talked for two hours, I know it. And I know that the Lord was dealing with him, but he never would get down and pray. But there's a time coming. It's coming because God is planted the seed, and the seed will come up and, and flourish and do good. Now, I'm going to give you the message right now that I got saved by. So what is that? How, how long will it take? Very short time. This altar is open, and you don't have to wait till I get done if you need to come and pray. Amen. This altar is open. That was a yeah. sermon that I got saved by. The very sermon that I got saved by. I don't know what he preached after that, but that's what he said. He said, come on. So I want you to know if you're here and you're lost and you don't know the Lord, your personal Savior, this place is open right now. That's right. Salvation is right here in that hand. And I guarantee you there will be a handful of people that will come, maybe more, that will come and pray with you if you come. So you won't be there alone. And neither will you be embarrassed to come because when you come to Jesus, you just throw it all out there. That's right. So here I am, Lord. Yeah. You know who I am. I don't have to be ashamed of this because you're fixing to wash it away. That's right. You're fixing to take it away and move it out. Yeah. Lord of God. I told this young man as we sat and talked in my living room, I said, now listen, you think of me as a preacher and because I've been preaching so long and you think of me as a man of God and you don't remember the days that I've lived in sin. But let me tell you a little bit about those days. Not bragging by any means that I'm ashamed of it, but I just want to tell you that, you know, there were times if the Lord had called my name, I would have died and went to a devil's hell. Mm -hmm. Well, you mean to tell me that you wasn't saved back then? No, I wasn't saved when I was lost. <laughs> Praise God. I know a lot of people think that. A lot of people think I live any way I want to and I can be saved, but no, that's not right. Praise God. These signs shall follow them that believe. Amen. They shall keep his commandments. Praise Amen. God. Amen. If I believed, I'd have kept his commandments. Ain't that right, brother? We know the difference now, Amen. don't we? Praise God. Hallelujah. I look on this young man's face here and I see God all over him. Simply because God's an awesome God. Yes, Hallelujah. I know that God is a miracle worker. Praise God. I look out in the face of so many here today, and, and I know that God has done a miracle in your life. Praise God. Amen. I saved you from that old guy that you used to be, old gal you used to be, turned you into somebody you're not ashamed to stand up before people and say, I love Jesus. Amen. Well, praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. Look what it says here. Let the wicked forsake his ways, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will be abundantly pardoned. Oh, wow. You mean to tell me that all we got to do is turn away from our evil ways and seek the face of God, child? What about that? Turn away from our evil ways and seek the face of God. And praise God, he will come unto us and he will pardon our sins. Yes, wow! Yeah. You mean to tell me he'll forget every one of them? He said he takes them. 
And he cast them in the sea of forgetfulness. Man. Never. Never to be seen or heard of again. Right. Praise God. Think about it now. Yeah. I'm talking about something that lasts. That's right. Now I'm going to tell you, when I was growing up, I probably joined two or, three or two or three churches, was baptized at least three or four times. Didn't help me a bit. Why? Because I never gave my heart to God. Amen. Uh -huh. I joined one church because it was close to the house. You know, we had to walk a lot back in them days. And so we joined the church that was just, you know, a mile from the house, and we walked there every Sunday morning on an old dusty road. It didn't even have gravel on it. It was an old sandy, dusty road. And we walked there, and we went to church, but I was taught a lot of good things. My Sunday school teacher was a very brilliant scholar of the Bible. She was an educator by, by profession. She taught second grade, and at Pine Grove High School so many years, Miss Myrtle Bartlett, but she really knew her Bible. So she taught me a lot of good things about Jesus and a lot of good things that, that, that I'll never forget. Put it down inside my mind and it just rested there till God needed it. Praise God. Then one day I heard about them at the big church down the road that had a ball painted down there. Yeah. Boy, I'm telling you, I wanted to play on that ball team now. You know, it's a basketball team, and, and they were looking for people to play on it, but you had to be a member of that church to, to do it. So I said, I went down there to a revival, and me and my buddy did, and, and we sat back on the back row of the whole revival, and the last night of the revival, they gave an invitation, and we done made it up. We went up. We go in the church, they rebaptized us, and we played ball. <laughs> Didn't do us a bit of good, salvation wise. <laughs> Didn't do us a bit of good, but we joined that church and played ball for many years under the cloak of that uh, church name. But it didn't do us any good. So when we went off to military training together, both of us went off at the same time. And we ended up in a faraway land. Most y'all won't think it's too far away, but it was Fort Dix, New Jersey. <laughs> the armpit of the world, I call it, because the sand up there is so strong and so wide that you can fall off in it by just stepping outside the building. Well, those things came and temptation came upon us there in that place, and it stuck with us. He and I both stuck with us for years. I know 12 years after I got back, I didn't go to church hardly any except on Mother's Day and, and things like that when my mother asked me to go with her. I went with her. But I didn't, didn't go much. But I ran taverns, sold dope, smoked it, took it, drank it, everything you could imagine. I did it all back in my days, the 12 years that I was running away from God. Praise God, he didn't give up on me. Hallelujah. Woo! Let me tell you, he didn't give up on me. That's right. Praise God. He opened the door that I might be invited to another little church. This little church was a little one-run church. Didn't even have glass in the windows. Had pins nailed up on, on the windows. But I went in there and I felt more at home than I'd ever felt before in my life. 
Because this was a place that was designated for me to get saved in. Well, I went there and I saw this brother preaching and I said, golly. I said, what? I said, golly. That brother was playing in joints a few years ago. <laughs> about three years ago. Yeah. And so what I did, praise God, I said, you know, if God can do something with that old boy, he's a lot worse than I was. <coughs> I got a chance. I can really get something. And that's when he preached that sermon. Praise God. The first sermon he preached, I was on conviction. But I shunned it off. I thought, well, I'll just do better. Y'all ever get to do better? Anybody here ever get the case of do better? Boy, oh, ain't that nice. Don't it make you look good for a while? Usually about a day. Usually about a day, sometimes an hour or so. But you know, I had some cases of do better that lasted six, eight months. You know? But just as soon as the rainy day came and I stopped by the local tavern to play a few games of pool, I was right back in the thick of it again. Why? Because I didn't have what it took. I didn't have the heart religion. I only had head religion. Head religion don't get you very far. It gets you through the door back here. Yeah, some of y'all may have come because you got head religion this morning. That's the reason I'm saying this. But heart religion makes you come when you don't want to come. Like Melody. That's right. Sister Melody got up this morning. She said, I don't believe I'll go this morning. You know, and uh, I got the sniffles. And uh, she sat there. I had uh, Matt Hagee, John Hagee on the TV. And she sat there and listened to Matt Hagee preach a little bit. And all of a sudden she got up and I found her back there in the bathroom getting her makeup on. I said, I thought you wasn't going. She said, I told you I'll go. And I got up that I was going to get ready. And I didn't hear her because I was listening to Matt Hagee, you know, so praise God. But she decided then that the place she needs to be was in the house of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And I tell you, many times, many times during the night, Satan fought with me a total, a total war with my heart and kept telling me, stay at home. Stay at home, Brother Jimmy can handle it for you. Stay at home. Lord, have mercy. I said, Lord, I'm going to do what you say. He led me to the house of God. Praise God. Look what it says here. This is God talking. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You can do a lot of things and you can make mama smile. You can do a lot of good things and you can make daddy smile every once in a while. But I'm going to tell you what really pleases mama and daddy is to know that you know that you know that that child is going to heaven with you. There's no doubt in your mind if God came today, Brother Jimmy, that that child would go home with you to be with Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Praise God. Think about it now. Yeah. Now, I know one thing. The Bible plainly states the wages of sin is death. Uh -huh. 
So if we're in sin and it's not paid for by the blood of the Lamb, then death is on our trail. But the Bible says those of us that are born again, we're not condemned to any death. Praise God. We've got life eternal. Glory to God. If we may lay this body down someday, but hallelujah, as soon as we lay this body down in a moment between the eye, we'll be changed to be with Jesus in the clouds. Amen. Hallelujah. Think about it. Yeah. Now let me, let me just do it. Just, just suppose this is the morning that Jesus had come back after the church. Well, out there in the graveyard, there's people walking all around the graveyard looking at holes in the ground. Where did these people go? Who robbed these graves? Come on. Come on. Come on. The Bible says, The dead in Christ shall rise first. The Lord shall send the new body and it shall burst up out of the ground and go to meet him in the air. Well, as they're staring around the graveyard out there out by the church, some of the churches got a graveyard right beside them. We don't, but some of them. Let's go up and ask the preacher where they went. What's happened out here? Who dug up these graves? And they go and suddenly they find out the door's not open. The door's locked. And they're outside and they can't ask anybody anything. Because the preacher left. That those that remain in a moment twinkling of eye shall be changed and taken up to beat him in the air also. Are you going to be in that number that's walking around the graveyard out there looking at the holes in the ground? And come to the door of the church and can't get in because there ain't no child of God left here to unlock the door? I know it's nice, Brother Jimmy, to think about the idea that somebody is keeping this church open and keeping the lights on and keeping the heat working and, and all that and singing, getting songs ready to sing next week. That's a pretty good thought. But it's not guaranteed to you. Amen. What is going to happen when you come to this place and the doors are locked and you can't get in because the church is gone? Uh, I'm not talking about the building. I'm talking about the body of Christ. Amen. Because God has come after his people. That's right. My, my, my. That's where he said, whew, Come and get you a drink of this water. Uh -huh. yes. Said so you, if you're thirsty, come and get you a drink of this water. Don't be thirsty. Hallelujah. That don't cost you anything. That's right. I mind my <coughs> This is a time. I'm gonna have to step down. Praise God. I'm just stay behind that bumper. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is a time. The very last day of God. You say, well, how, many, how long is this last day going to last? I don't know. It may just last today. 
Because I have not yet found a promise of tomorrow. Amen. That's right. I have not yet found a promise that we're going to have a tomorrow. That's right. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of rest. Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I shall give you rest. Hallelujah. So if a man comes with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, come now upon the name of the Lord, he shall be saved. He shall be saved. My goodness, think about this church. All we've got to do is realize that we're lost. That's the first step of being saved is realize you're lost. Amen. Glory to God. Now you know most everybody this that year and time of churches, they all preaching uh, history and, and the birth of Jesus and all these other things, and I'm not against that. But God's laid on my heart to preach salvation. Come on, brother. Preach salvation unto the church. That all those that have been here haphazardly, sojourning alone, that means to travel along with the saved. When the children of Israel left Egypt, they weren't all Israelites. They had other people that were there that were slaves that left with them that sojourned alone with the children of Israel, even to crossing the sea on dry ground, even to the 40 years in the wilderness. But along with them was sin also. And guess what? People that were supposed to be children of God fell right in the trap with them. Come on. That's right. Fell right in the trap with them. And there they were, just as lost as those people that didn't know God. Just as lost. Two times a great happening happened while they were traveling in the wilderness. Third lost this time. Third lost this time. Oh my goodness. Why? Because of disobedience to God. My goodness. Now listen. It's not God's will that you go to hell. That's right. God sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. No greater love has any man but has laid out his life for his friend. I noticed in the Bible, Brother Byrne, where it said, now that we are children of God, we're no longer servants, but we're his friends. Uh Praise God. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful to know that you're a friend of the living God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, well, that fellow came and sat with me two hours yesterday and talking. He told me, he said, uh, said, I've always thought of you as, as my best friend. One of my best friends. I said, well, I have you too. I said, I've never given up on you. I've never judged you by your actions. And I want you to know I never will. The word of God says that God will judge the quick and the dead in the end. The word of God. We got the word of God. And it's telling us what we got to do to be saved. 
Tell us what we got to do to be saved. What is it? Come unto the Lord. As many as he calls, and they answer, Here I am, Lord. As they come down to an old-fashioned altar and call out to a living God and get saved, they become children of God. I don't care how much you've done in life. I don't care how much sin you committed in life. God has got enough forgiveness. Got enough forgiveness, church, to cover all those sins and wash you as white as snow. But don't come thinking I'm going to get daddy off my back. I'm going to get mama off my back. I'm going to get this one off my back and that one off my back and I'm going to get a case of do-betters and I'm going to make it pretty good. That don't work. The Holy Ghost knows who you are. The Holy Ghost will not give up. Why is the Holy Ghost on your trail? Well, because Mama and Daddy and Grandpa and Grandma and everybody else that knows the Lord has been praying for you. And praise God that they are and how. Glory to God. So if you're looking for a place that the Holy Ghost won't bother you, there ain't enough drugs to take. The whiskey bottle is not deep enough. Amen. No. Uh-uh. Come on, brother. The sin in this life it's not near enough pleasure to hide what the Holy Ghost is telling you now. Right. How you know that the Holy Ghost is dead? He's convicted. Yeah. You feeling guilty? You walked that pathway and all it's brought you is trouble, 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 trouble. Oh, oh, trouble, 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 trouble. And here it is time that you can get all that trouble off your back. <laughs> My goodness. Isn't that something? To get that trouble off our back and get some joy in our lives through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. If you don't believe that, the young man right here. Praise God. They're going to be baptized next Sunday. Praise God. Just think about it. Woo, they're going to heaven. Not because they're getting baptized, but because they got baptized with the Holy Spirit here in this office. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Praise God. What about them is obedience. Hallelujah. It's obedience. But being born again, being born again is what it's all about. Being born again from the top of your head. <laughs> to dip your toes. That's why I told God that day I got saved. Hallelujah. The day I got saved, let me tell you about it just a second. When I went to that altar, I was crying. My heart was broken. And I was calling out upon God. And I talked to God like this. I said, Lord, you know I've been in and out of church all my life. You know, I've gone to church, I've been baptized. I've done all the things I've supposed to do in man's eyes, but it just hadn't worked. But if you could save me from the top of my head to the tip of my toes, I won't be saved. Amen. Amen. Boy, I'm telling you what, don't ask God for something you don't want now. <laughs> Hallelujah. He came in and he engulfed me with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Hallelujah. I didn't get up shouting. 
I didn't get up speaking in tongues. He just took that Holy Ghost and he washed me. Oh. Washed me. Woo! That old black heart turned white. Oh, Hallelujah. That cloak I had on. Glory to God. That old spotted cloak I had on suddenly became white as snow. Not because of the work I've done. Because I'm a sinner. But because Jesus sent the Holy Ghost down and washed it white as snow with his own blood. Yeah. That's what he'll do for you today. I think it's time for a song. What do y'all think? Everyone stand if you would. This is time. Don't wait until the altar's full. This day is your day. God has saved this day just for you. He saved this day just for you. Are you going to come? Are you going to come? Or are you going to let this day pass you by? The only trouble with letting these times pass you by is the fact. Yeah.